Hello, good morning or good afternoon or good evening, whenever you're reading this or uh, listening to this. Um, just a quick note on an article that was done with the person called Chelsea Rockman, uh, but also uh, three other colleagues of hers, uh, Madeline Smith, David Love and Ronnie Neff, who all contributed to an article, uh, a review, how you want to phrase this too, something called Microplastics in Seafood and the Implications for Human Health. Um, well, the, the idea and why I want to put a few words onto, uh, on the, this recording is because we talk about how microplastics are in the food chain, meaning we consume them. And the idea of this document, which you can Google, and it goes under the title of Microplastics in Seafood and the Applications for Human Health. Again, you'll find four names attached to this. Chelsea Rockman, Madeleine Smith, David Love, and Ronnie Neff. And you can go to a Rockman Lab, Google Rockman Lab, R-O-C-H-M-A-N-L-A-B, and you'll find a series of articles, and one of them will be this one. And I would suggest you have a quick read as there's a few illustrations that sort of quickly allow for you to get a greater understanding and uh, very quickly too of how the different elements affect microplastics and how those same microplastics, why they're everywhere and how what kind of effects they can have. So um, following this document, um, you can they basically display and outline the evidence regarding how human exposure or how humans are exposed to microplastics within the seafood and they discuss the potential health effects now they do discuss the potential health effects because as i mentioned in a previous recording all the information and research is basically a decade old that's about it. So we don't have the full scope of effects, sort of axiomatic results and axiomatic consequences of X, Y, Z types of microplastics. So what we're doing is we sort of, at this point in time, science is sort of mapping, quote unquote, the different elements within microplastics, what, how, when, where, <laughs> these microplastics could affect the human health. And in this way, they, in, and in this specific exercise, they are doing it through the effects that they have in uh, seafood and how it is consumed by uh, humans. So they quickly narrow down that basically the toxicity of the microplastics in the food you're gonna have will depend on the dose, meaning you know, you're eating large chunks of fish every day for whatever reason, uh, yeah, I guess that's another topic we could discuss, but let's assume you're eating large amounts of fish and big chunks of fish. Basically, it's not fish soup, but, uh, it's just, you know, large amounts of fish. And you basically then, depending on where that fish was and whether it was highly exposed to microplastics, uh, then they would check a, what kind of microplastics, because depending on the microplastic, the microplastic will act as an agent uh, to it that would attract petrochemicals, <clears throat> and that could attract different types of surface chemistry. And all of that 
you know, will travel with the fish as it's being eaten by the fish. Some of it will erode, some of it won't. You'll have different chemistry combinations. And that's what the end of the food chain, one of the steps anyway, depending on how you want to look at it, um, will be eating. And that could be you. So the question here is, if you're eating that, your ability or the amount of uh, microplastic quote-unquote toxicity that you're ingesting will actually depend on where those fish were, what they were eating, how much they were eating, and so forth. And based on that, uh, the article reminds us that it's only since the 1960s that the amount of plastic and, and the production of plastic has increased exponentially, and that the effects that we have as a humans um, are visible, although we can't, you know, we can't fully, fully assess what those effects are. We notice that we are basically carrying all kinds of chemical additives within us, and those microplastics basically act as agents in many ways. And although you would eat and digest and those microplastics would go through you, whatever they're carrying on, some of it could stay with you and basically build up, right? Um, so we still don't know how they fully interact with human tissue. We know that we digest them as they go straight through us, that means. But whatever they bring, uh, we're still not sure. And as far as nanoplastics, which are, you know, a breakdown of microplastics. They supposedly also go through you, but depending on who you are, what, how your, what your health is like, they may stay in longer and they may sort of clog into different parts. Now, effects that we've seen are trends, because again, they can't just axiomatically uh, sum up the consequences. Uh, and those trends include basically immunology issues. Uh, there's been fertility issues, although this is not in this article, but in a different one, which I will talk about in a separate recording. And those are all the different elements which are starting to surface. And I believe, personally, that over the next five years, we'll be able to give a much better picture. And due to that, we'll probably have to see whether we eat differently, as uh, these microplastics are everywhere. And... Uh, being exposed to them is uh, will have to be a decision of uh, how we feed ourselves if we know that we are, quote-unquote, poisoning ourselves too. Now, the, the idea came to me thinking, well, you know, if you ate fish that was, you know, from a uh, local, quote-unquote, piscicultural background, then you wouldn't be exposed. But actually, uh, that's curtains, because the fact is that these fish would be fed in a specific way, and the fresh water could be affected by microplastics. So there's a lot of other elements that I think, little by little, um, food groups and so forth will have to go through as far as, quote-unquote, health and legal hurdles before they're able to sell the food to market, to the consumer. And um, I guess some of that will be good. Um, but I imagine also that that will sort of push a lot of costs into the food as uh, for them to, for food producers to go through all the hurdles, 
all those extra costs, someone will have to bear them. And I would imagine, you know, for the larger groups, it will be expensive. But for the smaller groups, um, well, I guess they'll have to find a way to survive to it. Okay, well, look, um, again, if you want to get this from the horse's mouth, the best thing you can do is go to Google, go to Rockman Lab, R-O-C-H-M-A-N-L-A-B, and look for the article that I'm speaking about now and read it for yourself. And the title of the article, I'll repeat to you again, is Microplastics in Seafood and the Implications for Human Health. Very good. I hope you find this listening uh, sufficiently, sufficiently interesting for you to go out and go read the article by yourself. Enjoy the read if you do. Until the next time, bye-bye.